All right. Welcome to our third episode. Ryan Johnson with you and me, of course, AJ Tushton. We just uh, want to give you guys a shout out and thank you for following. Uh, I guess listening to us go on about these these little scooters, man. Yeah, we got a great view. Yeah, we, uh, Ryan brought up a good uh, good talk uh, topic for us to discuss today. We I agreed with him. What you what you got this week, Ryan? I was thinking we should all discuss the matter of scooters and why we ride them. Some of us are enthusiasts. Some of us just find them to be the most fun toy you can have. And others have been kind of pigeonholed due to legal restrictions on driver's license. Yeah. The, and, you know, it, it's a it's a good topic, but I think we also need to uh, hit the difference between a moped and a scooter. There's a lot of misconceptions about what to actually call a moped versus a scooter. Absolutely. Moped, clearly, you know, motorized pedal power scooters, not so much. And there's a whole bunch of varieties now. Yeah, there are. There really are. And you can have, you know, the old Tomoses that still have the pedals. That would be considered a moped because of the pedals. A lot of people think that just because it's a 49cc that it's a moped but. A scooter is actually defined as a step-through vehicle that doesn't have any pedals. And a semi-automatic transmission. Yep. And a lot of state regulations that also make sure that you have enough braking power. In South Carolina, you have to you can't exceed for it to be considered a scooter, you know, slash moped on the streets. It cannot exceed two stopping horsepower. So putting a disc brake conversion on it is actually in the eyes of South Carolina. First thing that they're going to say that this is not a, a scooter slash moped anymore. Absolutely. Uh, you go anything over the 39 millimeter bore, say, you know, the 47, which most consider to be 80 cc. It's actually around 72. And legally here in South Carolina, you're supposed to register that classified as a motorcycle. I think a lot of people forget that you can actually go and get your motorcycle endorsement on a scooter. You can actually go and get a Zumo 125, which is technically, again, a motorcycle. But you can actually take your motorcycle endorsement test on those and be able to be certified to ride a motorcycle. So if one day you decide you want to get a Grom or a bigger bike, you're already in the game. Yeah, I mean, I personally took uh, my endorsement skills test on my Chuckus. Man, I'd like to see the eyes on the instructor when you pull up to say, I want to take my motorcycle endorsement on this. It was one of the greatest things. I got the nicest, uh, the nicest proctor there. She came out and she asked me a bunch of questions about it. I'd go through the safety rundown, use your turn signals. Let's see your brake lights, sound your horn. And then two other DMV employees came out for their cigarette break to come take a look at what was going on. Yeah, it's a it's an eye catcher and the showstopper, man. When you pull up on that thing, everybody's turning that neck. Well, there's a reason why it won most unique at the small boar rally. Yeah, definitely. So uh, there's been we need to talk about some club stuff too, man. Like uh, we need a good club topic as well. Well, I've been talking with Carlisle Tiller, our national president, uh, next August, that's August of 2020, here in Charleston, we're trying to throw together a national event for asphalt eaters. 
That way everybody's got plenty of time to gather their vacation time, save the money. Charleston's a beautiful city. We have history. We have great scenery. It's not the mountains, but we have great scenery. We have an amazing, absolutely amazing food scene. And I think we're up to like a dozen craft breweries here. So if there, if you typically don't like beer, we're likely to find one that you'll enjoy. Yeah, there's the the like micro breweries and you know the small breweries have been blowing up all through the Carolinas lately. Absolutely, it's a great place because here in the southeast, we're mostly descended from Germans. German immigrants came here and they started everything. That's where we get our mustard-based barbecue sauce, our love for beer. I mean, okay. So I I can't wait for that event. I hope we I hope it gets set up to where we have a lot of fun. I know you got your hands full with it. Um, on a note on that too, there has been talks inside the council meetings of uh, putting together a team to help get this set up. Which anybody who's willing to volunteer or help out, we've got to give a reach out now and get get you on the map because we need we're going to need all the help that we can get. Absolutely. It definitely should be an all hands on deck situation. Tell us what you want to do. Tell us what you want to eat. Do you want food trucks? Do you want live bands? Are we taking over a park? Are we taking over a bar? I'm, of course, very familiar with the area, so I'll get the group ride set up with next to no troubles. Um, Found out recently we can actually ask for police escorts since a lot of you guys out there are on 50s. It's definitely a lot safer to have a group of people following cops. <laughs> yeah, and again, yeah, like I've said before, it's a community helping a community. So getting the community to kind of help us back out with it is also going to be, you know, a blessing in itself. Absolutely. I mean, you can reach out to us at AESC podcast at Gmail or tweet us at podcast AESC. Let us know what you want to see out of an event. We are by, for, and comprised of scooter enthusiasts. Okay, sorry. I, I, I hit the wrong button on my phone. <laughs> That'll happen. So, um, I, I haven't... Have you checked it? Yeah, I keep up with it daily. We haven't had any uh, anybody really reach out to us yet, so... Hopefully that'll change soon, because we definitely want to hear from you guys. Without you guys, there's no sense in us doing this. Yeah, it's all about the listeners, whoever, and what you want to hear. Currently, all 12 of them, and we appreciate every single one of you. Definitely, definitely. So what what kind of ideas did you have planned for the big uh, meeting of the Asphalt Eaters? Well, I figure do a Friday to Sunday event, something where, because um, I really enjoyed what we put together for uh, the small boar rally, Jordan, Daryl, uh, Trevor, Motard, Steve, all them putting together for me, or with me rather, for uh, the Townsend Abbey. Uh, just a nice laid back, everybody can come out, check out each other's bikes, talk shop, have a drink, have a meal. So I'm trying to nail down the perfect spot because we're going to need quite a bit of parking if the turnout is significant, which we're very much hoping it is. And then Saturday, do a nice ride out. Sunday, get together, take over a park, maybe hire a band or a DJ because Brittle Bank Park here is right on the water. It has bathroom facilities. It's a nice, open, beautiful area. I think everybody would enjoy spending some time there. Right on. I'm definitely looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that Key West Conk ride, too. 
I wish I could make it. My heart says yes. My bank account says, what do you think you're doing? Yeah, that one's definitely going to hurt the bank account for me, too. But I think it's going to be worth it. I've missed it two years in a row. The videos and pictures I see every year just make me so jealous. I definitely got to get down there. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I've got to get there myself at some point. But it looks like uh, Extreme Powder Coating is going to be continuing to have this event because it's a beautiful turnout. It's a beautiful place. So it, I don't I don't think I'm going to uh, miss it next year. To me, it seems like it's one of the last of the dying ruckus scene meets. Like that was one of the ones that you always see nothing but those quality ruckus builds. They're just immaculate artwork, in my opinion. Well, that's South Florida ruckus in general. Anything pretty well Orlando and southbound is usually buttoned up tight. And I have to hit that conch ride before I die because it's one of my bucket list items to ride from Miami to mile zero. Ooh, that's a that's a journey there. I did 350-mile loop while I was in Townsend. I can do it. I hear you. I'm down. We should definitely set that up. I'll be down to make an event for that. and That way we can have a good video podcast one day for that. Yeah, um, that's something that I would like to look into because, I mean, I'm ugly and people probably won't want to look at me, but I want to give them the option. <laughs> I just want to ride, man. I just want to ride. I don't blame you. There's no feeling like it. Yeah, I finally got my bike back together to, uh, this weekend. I saw I, that uh, following your uh, posts on Facebook. It had me a little concerned. Yeah, that it, it's that stock clutch. It just doesn't work with that aftermarket variator. We were talking CBT tuning last week, so I just changed it back up and put a belt back on it so I can ride it around for now and waiting on parts. The story of my life. Well, that's why I have two bikes, sir. I've got my 180 Chuck, and then I've got uh, the, the not Mad Dog. Yeah, I'm in the process of getting the second Zuma Ruck up and running. I've got a mount. I've just got to get it uh, welded to the frame, and then I'll have a second Zuma Ruck that we'll keep on back up, and the old lady can ride it around when, when we go out. There Speaking you go. of rides, there's a big ride in Charlotte for a night ride tonight. I'm definitely going to attend that. And best of luck to you. Stay safe and keep the rubber down, sir. Always. I'm trying. Those guys are fun on the Groms, man, especially in the Queen City here. They We have a good time just rip, ripping it all around town. And a lot of scooters that, you know, if you if you get your bike running to a quality standard, you could actually keep up with some of these guys in the inner cities like this because they don't get much more over 40, 45 at best anyways, cutting through town. Absolutely. So, so it, a lot of people, I think they need to be afraid of – uh, meeting up with somebody who's on a, a motorcycle or a Grom because then you never know. You actually might be a little showstopper yourself when you get to keep up. Yeah, that that I think messes people up more than anything when you're on this scooter and you're keeping up with a shifty. Yeah. And we even have a group here in uh, Charlotte called the Queen City Barons, and they mm. are speaking on the moped versus scooter relations uh they are a strictly moped club you have to have pedals in order to be a part of this club and they are some super cool and some super fun guys i don't know if you follow them but you might want to check them out yeah i'm definitely going to look them up um you said queen city barons correct b-a-r-o-n-s yep 
All right. I'm going to look them up because I follow um, a couple through Moped Army. And these old bikes, man, you can make them absolutely scary fast. I mean, oh, 65, yeah. 65 on bicycle tires. Yeah. Yeah. You should see their variators. They're huge. I mean, they're just gigantic. Yeah, I was flipping through Instagram earlier today looking at vintage peds, and man, the torque converters on those things. Uh, yeah. That's the first thing that catches my eye every time I see them. And on a club note, I want to kind of give a reach out too. Like, remember when we, you're going to come across some of these other clubs, you're going to have, you know, like the Queen City Barons who are a moped club. And that's fine. Don't, don't go stepping on no toes. If anything, we all need to be working together. And it's just another way to add and strengthen our community by working together with another club. Right. Instead of, you know, trying to actively recruit or snake away other club members, invite them to ride with your club. Hey, you got a club. I've got a club. Let's get together and have a good time. Right. And you never know, because I've I've actually picked up a couple people from other clubs. And it's not that I went in there looking for it. It's that they they weren't a fit for that club. They decided to try out ours and they were a better fit. So that's where they ended up settling in there and claiming for what club they that they want to rep. There's nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like I said, it needs to be a community working together with the community. Right. We ain't exactly outlaw MC. We don't need no rivalries. I mean, it's a scooter, man. You can't take it that seriously. Right. I mean, who on a scooter is going to be that hard? You know what I mean? It's just a, it's just a scooter. Just go out, ride, and enjoy it. And yeah, the more people that you can get around to ride with you, the better. It's so much fun riding in a pack with a group of people doing the same thing that you're doing, having fun. And considerably safer, because when there's a dozen of you, it's a lot harder not to pay attention. Exactly. The cars will see a pack of you versus just that one that they might not see. Absolutely. I had someone uh, try to merge into me at 50 miles an hour uh, right out right at the top of my neighborhood. Never know, man. Well, we've gotten just a little bit off topic and on to some good ones, but um, let's uh, circle back to the moped versus scooter. I mean, of course, scooter step through design by definition, moped with pedals, but What's confusing people about all this is the motor classifications from the DMV. Always best to check with your DMV to make sure that you have all the classifications, you have all your paperwork right, because getting pulled over and having that one piece of information wrong could make for a really bad day. And the average tow fee for impound is going to be 160 bucks. Plus, you know, if it stays overnight, it's $25 a day on average. That's not something you want to out of a, you know, $900 scooter. If not more, you know, and there's other people who aren't riding just a $900 scooter. They're riding a two, $3,000 scooter and then have to worry about it, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but- man, this is. This heat wave has been something else. I can't wait for next week when it's a little cooler. I'm definitely going to get some miles in. Oh, I am excited for that. Now, granted, the wind conditioner on the bike is pretty good, but any stoplight, you just start sweating bullets. Yeah. I wonder, see, now, I've never owned a moped. I wonder how much heat would actually kind of vibe off of that versus what these uh, 
air-cooled scooters are doing. Not really, because a moped is actually air-cooled, whereas these scooters, the 49, the 150, the GY6 motors, they're forced air-cooled. So it's actually pushing air around rather than just being absorbed by the ambient air. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm saying with the scooter or with a moped. Uh, you know how you're pretty much sitting on top of the tank of the motor as well, but it's mm-hmm. a lot more out in front of you. I, how do you think that that would handle when you're at like a stoplight or whatever? You know how like you just said when you're at a stoplight and you just all that heat just comes up even more. I wonder how it would be on a moped. Actually, um, my daughter uh, has a 1977 Yamaha QT50, the Yamaha. It's a noped, so it's. Uh, <clears throat> I've noticed with the few times that I've ridden it, getting stopped in the neighborhood or you know at a stoplight, the heat just seems to dissipate a lot better because it is completely open. There's nothing to hold that heat in. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like if I'm heading down and I get stuck at a long traffic light on my 180 Chuck, I've just got that sheet metal sheet or sheet metal seat, and I feel every bit of it warming up my buns. <laughs> I bet that's good in the winter time—a heated seat right there. Oh, it's great in the winter time, but when it's you know 110 degrees in the shade because of heat index, not so much. Yeah, I can imagine. Like fry, yeah. Toasted is an understatement. I hear. I don't know. I think we need to find somebody to talk to about uh, the moped life because me and you, we ride scooters. You know what I mean. We don't have a moped. We don't have pedals. But I, I know, I know a few people that have some that that ride and are pretty animate oh. about the the whole moped versus scooter we might need to get somebody to talk to about that i was gonna say if uh if you can get one of the queen city barons to come on the show we would definitely welcome them because they're gonna know more about it because they're dead in the life of it yeah we definitely got to get one of them in and talk to them maybe this week i'll do a, a special interview i'll do a special uh episode and do an interview with one of those guys and ask them how they feel about the difference between the two. Sounds like a plan to me. Uh, everybody, reach out to us, um, AESC podcast at Gmail. Tweet us at podcast AESC. Let us know. Do you want to know more about it? Do you not want to know more about it? Do you love us? Do you hate us? Do you listen to I'm thinking. I'm thinking that we're going to put out a few more episodes throughout the week, kind of do- We'll divide and conquer here during the week, and then at, on uh, Fridays, we'll just have our normal sit down and talk about things. Sounds like an idea. i tell you what. Why don't – I've already met Car, Carlisle. He's an awesome guy. I've had conversations with him. Why don't we see about you, maybe you and him doing an interview this week while I interview somebody from the Queen, uh, Queen City Barons? Hey, that works for me. Yeah, because I know everybody wants to hear from Carlisle as well. Oh yeah, he's he's posting, and we see little bits and pieces from him. But seems to be a fairly elusive critter when it comes uh, when it really comes down to it. He's a great guy. When you sit down, you guys, have, I'm sure you guys will have a great conversation together. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, big buns. I think I'm going to go back out here and sweat it out in the yard. I think I'm going to go get out the little pit bike and do some wheelies in the yard. Hey, just be safe, man. Always.
And as usual, thank you guys. We really appreciate you listening. We hope you continue to follow us. And again, reach out to us. We are we are dying to have an email or a message from somebody wanting to hear something special on our podcast. Absolutely. But again, again, we appreciate you coming. As always, ride safe. Be good and be good to each other.